0: Welcome, everyone, to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is morning prayer from Monday, February 13th, the year of our Lord, 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes from the rising of the sun to its setting, My name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our morning canticle, the Venite on page 14 of your Book of Common Prayer. Together, O come let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving Our psalm for this morning, the first half of Psalm 107, beginning on page 412 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endures forever. Let those whom the Lord has redeemed give thanks, whom he has delivered from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, and from the north and from the south. They went astray in the wilderness, even in the desert, and found no city to dwell in. They were hungry and thirsty, and their soul fainted within them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them forth by a straight path, until they came to a city where they might dwell. Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men. For he satisfies the empty soul, and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Some sat in darkness, and in the shadow of death, being bound fast in misery and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and lightly regarded the counsel of the Most High. He also brought down their heart with heaviness. They fell down, and there was none to help them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distress. For he brought them out of darkness and out of the shadow of death and broke their bonds asunder. O oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness! And declare the wonders that he does for the children of men. For he has broken the gates of brass, and shattered the bars of iron asunder. The foolish were plagued for their offense, and because of their wickedness. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they were even close to death's door. So when they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivered them out of their distress. He sent his word and healed them, and they were saved from destruction. Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men, that they would offer unto him the sacrifice of thanksgiving and tell of his works with gladness. And the glory of Patry, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, the book of Genesis, chapter 43. Genesis 43, verse 1. Now the famine was severe in the land, and when they had eaten the grain that they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little food. But Judah said to him, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with me. Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly as to tell the man that you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us carefully about ourselves and our kindred, saying, Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? What we told him was in answer to these questions. Could we in any way know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to Israel his father, "'Send the boy with me, and we will arise and go, "'that we may live and not die, "'both we and you and also our little ones. "'I will be a pledge of his safety. "'From my hand you shall require him. "'If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, "'then let me bear the blame forever. "'If we have not delayed, we would now have returned twice.' "'Then their father Israel said to them, "'If it must be so, then do this.' Take some of the choice fruits of the land in your bags and carry a present down to the man, a little balm and a little honey, gum, myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Take double the money with you. Carry back with you the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take also your brother and arise. Go again to the man. May God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, and may you send back your other brother and Benjamin. And as for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. So the men took this present, and they took double the money with them, and Benjamin. They arose and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Bring the men into the house, and slaughter an animal and make ready, for the men are to dine with me at noon. The man did as Joseph told him, and brought the men to Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought to Joseph's house. And they said, It is because of the money which was replaced in our sacks the first time that we're brought in, so that he may assault us and fall on us to make us servants and seize our donkeys. So they went up to the steward of Joseph's house and spoke with him at the door of the house and said, Oh, my Lord, we came down the first time to buy food. And when we came to the lodging place. We opened our sacks, and there was each man's money in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight. So we have brought it again with us, and we have brought our money down with us to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. He replied, Peace to you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. And when the man had brought the men into Joseph's house and given them water, and they had washed their feet, and when he had given their donkeys fodder, they prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon for they heard that they should eat bread there. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the present that they had had with them and bowed down to him in the ground. And he inquired about their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And they bowed their heads and prostrated themselves. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried out, for his compassion grew warm for his brother, and he sought a place to weep. And he entered his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and controlling himself, he said, Serve the food. They served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians." And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another in amazement. Portions were taken to them from Joseph's table, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs, and they drank and were merry with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 17, the Tadeum Laudamus, our response to the lesson. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people bought with the price of your own blood and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children from Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Page 19, the Benedictus, our response to the lesson. Together, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies But return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 603, our collect of the day from the sixth Sunday of Epiphany. Almighty God, look mercifully upon your people, that by your great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And at the bottom of page 22, this college for the renewal of life on this Monday morning, O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom in the Anglican Communion. The first, on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to lift up our government leaders. And last, we want to remember our neighbor, our fellow man, as we lift up our prayer list unto the Lord. I'll use these three prayers for mission on page 24 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray this day for all of those that you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they walk before your people as godly examples of the faith. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our archdeacon. Take this time to lift up your archbishop or your bishop, and remember your pastor or your rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us, and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be salt and light in the midst of a corrupt and a darkened generation. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession, we pray. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those that are far off and those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for all of those you've called to govern, asking that you would lift up the humble and those who do what is right according to their oath of office, but to resist the proud and the self-serving. Rebuke the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power and all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, and all the president's cabinet. We lift up Kevin, our speaker, and Chuck, our senate leader, and all of our elected officials in the house and in the senate. We pray for John, our chief justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court, and all the courts throughout the land. I lift up Gretchen, my governor, here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor, And I invite you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and to remember your local leader. Father, give these that we've elected and everyone that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And since righteousness exalts a nation, help each of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you, so that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hand of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We pray for your church that is being persecuted, and we lift up the families of the martyrs, along with all of those that are nursing or have lost loved ones. Lord, have mercy. We pray for all of those suffering in their minds, in their bodies, under personal welfare or material circumstances. We remember all of those that are finding themselves under mortal dangers. All our prisoners and captives. All of our men and women in the military and law enforcement communities. All of our first responders and our health care workers. These that protect us, O oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would stretch forth your mighty hand to heal and to deliver and to provide for everyone who calls upon your mighty name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord. But return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer ministry of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.